when did you fall in love with like women in hip hop? Okay, everyone, welcome to another episode of Where My Girls At. Hey. Hey, y'all. The song you just heard is from Deja SB. It's called I Wonder. Um, So how I discovered her was through how I discover a lot of people um, nowadays, Twitter and Clubhouse. Okay. She, um, so like a lot of people who I follow in the Toronto area, like they're always in chats with her and kind of like. And she's from Toronto? Yeah, she's from Toronto. Toronto. So, you know, as the U.S. ambassador, I had to, yes. had to go international <laughs> for us. Um, but yeah, she just has been hosting some chats and stuff. But they, they haven't been music-related chats. They were just regular chats. Yeah. And oh, cool. like, people just enjoyed her. And um, I know she recently just had a billboard for uh, Spotify. So a lot of people was retweeting that as well. So I'm like, oh, dope. okay, let me see what her music sound like. Like, what she's doing. And I really like her. Like, okay. she has a couple um projects out on Spotify. I'm sure they're probably on Apple as well. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the tracks that I really enjoy. She has a really unique and different sound. So I'm excited to see what else she comes out with. That's interesting because I'm going to be honest. I did not like it. <laughs> I, I thought the the beat was weird for me i don't know what it was about it but i just was not vibing with it so that's interesting i'm gonna listen to it again because i did only listen to it one time so i liked it it reminded me of something you would hear on i don't know if you guys are familiar with lo-fi hip-hop oh absolutely one time one time i was with this guy and he actually wanted to have sex to like lo-fi hip-hop music and i have never dried up faster excuse me like with the girl riding in the back yes like he wanted to fuck me to some lo-fi hip-hop study music and i'm like if this is like telling me what it's about to be like i'm just gonna go home now save myself some time but (laughs) it was giving me very much lo-fi vibes and i don't know maybe that's just not my jam so i didn't really vibe with it but it's cute she has other projects too so you could check those out as well you ain't gotta connect with this one this is just an introduction you all we're introducing you all to different girls and more girls because y'all need to listen to more And introducing me as well, because I never heard of her. I never heard of her. Again, I'm very local. Like, I don't really (laughs) know what's going on outside of the U.S. very much. Um, But that's why we're here. That's why we're doing this. And that's what what we're here for. So, again, hi, everybody. And by the time this episode comes out, guys, it's going to be Black History Month. It is... It is Black History Month, guys. It's U.S. Black History Month. Thank you. Because I know you. the U.K. Correct. has it in October. I don't know if anyone else has their own, but U.S. Black Probably. History Month. Probably. <laughs> so, it's, so it's U.S. Black History Month. Um, very colonial of me, um, uh, imperialistic of me to like center us and say it's just History Month. But it's U.S. Black History Month. And I'm very excited um, about this particular Black History Month because all of the content that we're planning for this podcast, for um, my other podcast, and for really all the content that we're planning for Textured Air for Black History Month is 
centered around joy. It's centered around Black joy. As it should. It really should. Yeah. and But it was really important to me this time around for it to not be so we shall overcome, and but mm. more about like, what brings us joy now, even if it's really simple? And so that yeah. is why that's we why might give a- y'all the Netflix celebrating Black History Month section with a whole slave movies. <laughs> what flavor is that? Chamomile? It's it's <laughs> hyping. Okay, because they really do that. And I'm like, oh I, actually, I actually don't need to ever see that movie again. Thanks very much. But so um, all of the content is geared toward Black joy. So make sure you go to the website and check out what we're writing. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and on Twitter and check out what, uh, you know, what posting there make sure you listen to this podcast throughout black history month and you listen to our other podcast does it hold up because all those movies are centered around black love stories and it's gonna be it's really exciting um so guys i before we jump on in jump on into our topic I it's a lot going on it's all there's a lot going on so we're gonna start with the bad stuff and then we're gonna get good so that we can end this on like a joyous a joyous note for us i like it <laughs> so which one are we starting with <laughs> Bree, what should we start with you tell us <laughs> Okay, should we tackle colorism first? I was just about to say, let's just get it out of the way. (laughs) Wait, not everyone trying to avoid this conversation. We all tired. We're all tired. Let's just... So Danny Lee, singer, rapper? I don't know. None of her music is good. That's the point. (laughs) Let me say, I did like um, Easy with Chris Brown. I don't know if I liked it because of her or because of Chris Brown. I will say I did like that song. I'll give her that. Okay. One. Background music. It's it's very it's very uh you know elevator background music. Like I think even Sweetie is making better music than her. Oh, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yes, yes, that is true. So Danny Lee was on Instagram and she teased a song and the lyrics were something along the lines of like he like a yellow bone because she's a light skin. Or is she light skin or is she black? I have no fucking clue. Is she Dominican, I think? Is she that is I, Dominican. That, so, no, that is for sure. She is Dominican. But is she black? I'm no black. I'm Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> and you already know. You know how they be. So if you're going to be Dominican, be Dominican. You can't be black. But So she might be black. Um, however, she called herself a yellow bone saying like, oh, she's like bigging herself. It, I, it was so stupid. And for a song that didn't even, you know, from what I heard of it, didn't even sound good. So she kind of like sparked this whole controversy because my thing is how dare she be so comfortable saying something this stupid. And then she had the nerve to come back and say, I'm not colorist. I understand colorism is an issue. And this is why some people should just be seen and not heard. She's like, I understand co- I understand colorism is a, it's like a big issue, but like, how am I colorist? Like I'm with this dark skinned man. I have black friends. Child, isn't it so I... funny how people like talk about white people, but then when it's their turn to defend themselves, they end up sounding like white people when they're like trying to defend racism or like they're and- not being racist. How does it not overlay to you? How? Precisely precisely so she pretty much was like and then some 
dumbasses, because you know what's going to happen, started saying, okay, well, why is this song not okay, but the song Brown Skin Girl is, you know, considered like an anthem. And I'm like, to even compare this to Blue Ivy's pen, (laughs) even compare this to Miss Blue Ivy Carter, Miss Beyonce, Wizkid, and who else is on that song? St. John. How dare you? That song was not just about Black women, but she also had, you know, East uh, Asian women in the video. She created an anthem for women who have been, you know, victims of what the exact kind of shit that Danny Lee is perpetuating. And so of course, Cardi B got dragged into this because she always is. Her race has always been an issue, has always been like a, hmm, hmm, you know, like- I into it. I didn't hear that part. So apparently everyone was like, well, I, because I don't even know exactly how it happened. I just know so she did. So this is kind of how- a lot of people ended up getting dragged in this. So, you know, it's a lot of... So let's be real. The music industry, especially for women, all of them look alike. All of them are lighter toned, and, like, some are actually mixed. Some, you know, it's like that I do have a Black parent versus I have Black uh, descendant. I have a Black, like, descendant. Like, one of my grandparents' grandparents was Black. Yeah, or, like, you know, a long time ago, Black was in me, but, like, now it's looking real vanilla. And people don't understand how That's that shit works. like, happening. So a lot of people just started attaching so many people to it. Cardi B is one to easily attach because, like I said, well, like Mariah said, her racial ethnicity has always been kind of to play, especially because, like, Cardi B uses the N-word a lot, and, like... Yeah, and so it's like, are you actually Black? Yeah. And so she ended up posting, like, pictures of her 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 mom mom and her aunt. Oh, that's why. That's why. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. When it comes to these situations of, like, who gets to claim Blackness and who doesn't, some be real with y'all, I personally do believe the idea of either like biracial people or people like biracial with like who have like a black parent or something like that or even those who think they black because like it's somewhere down the line in in their life in their lineage or whatever I think it's actually harmful for a lot of them to claim blackness only because absolutely it, it causes a lot of erasure it, it, it not not even just that not even just erasure but it's like you claim it when it's convenient you know what i mean and then you can you can switch back and forth but some of us can't turn that shit off we black all damn day and all night i also think a lot of their presence is the reason for black fishing but i do think that's another topic for another day <laughs> and you know what absolutely it is because there are some I'm not going to go there, but <laughs> that's definitely a topic for another day. But there are some people that I'm definitely like, yeah, I need to see a family tree because I don't trust it. I need to see <laughs> I need to see a fucking family tree because I don't trust it. And that's that on But that. I'm here for black people trying to gate, gatekeep now. Y'all go crazy, go stupid. I'm here. You know what? I, I think this is one of the things we do need to gatekeep. Okay? We need to gatekeep. We need to get these motherfuckers up out of here. We should have started gatekeeping years ago. Cause these motherfuckers, like all like people like Danny Lee, them they didn't got too fucking comfortable. If they feel like they can just say shit like this, I think it's gonna be hard because a lot of men will allow them to have space. See, but black men, black men are the weakest fucking link, and they have always been and will always be. 
They will let, remember those fucking like texts that had come out like a couple months ago about Trey songs when he was, yes, where he, where he like let some girl like call him a nigga, some white woman. Selena, Selena Powell. Who? Oh yes. Okay. That's her name. I did see that. Mm -hmm. Let her, let this white woman call him a nigga because he wanted his ass ate. And it's like, bro, like you can get your ass ate and keep your dignity. But the fact that she, he actually leaked those text messages where she's literally calling him a nigga. And then just, and that's how weak black men are sometimes. Like they constantly disappoint, constantly Mm -hmm. disappoint. So I was very upset about this whole thing, but like usual. Do you all think that the intention, I personally like to think that it wasn't meant maliciously to be like, oh, like, you know, light skin is like the best skin type of deal. You know what I mean? Like uh, to play devil's advocate, right? You know, she's reflecting on her own experience as what she identifies as a yellow bone type of woman. Like, do you think that was like where where she was coming from? Do you think it was meant to be malicious or like to be divisive in a way? Absolutely not. I'll say this. I don't I don't think any of them ever think to be divisive. Here's the thing. If you claim you know what colorism is, you know how colorism works, your dumb ass wouldn't do no shit like this. I don't think she's, exactly, that's my point. I don't think she's smart enough to be divisive. So, <laughs> I don't know if y'all know that other theory of this song was supposed to be a diss to his baby mama. And if y'all and know, you know the history what? of them. I don't know the history. That, that's a whole nother timeline. of. I don't know the history, but I do know that his baby mama is a dark-skinned woman. She's beautiful. She's a bad bitch. Of course. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I know she can fight too. Ain't nobody yep. got to tell me that. I see a picture and I'm like, that bitch will fight. will cut you. Okay. Definitely. But the point is, the point is, is I don't think she did it to be divisive because I don't think she's smart enough to do something like that. However, I think colorism is something that is pervasive enough in our culture and in our society and that we are trying so hard to like rid especially the music industry of that this is not the kind of thing that you should be perpetuating like you should be like death you should be you know uh, adept enough to not do something like this you should not be making music about yellow bones perpetuating this very harmful you know, mm-hmm. kind of kind of stereotype that is, you know, caused irreparable damage in the black community. Like we should be above that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I agree. And I think I think that kind of leads into like our next topic of mulatto. Oh yes. Wanting to change her name. So no, it's confirmed. Yeah. She said it that she is going to change her name. Did she say what she was changing it to? Because no. I didn't see that. Okay. So here's this this is what's pissing me off. Not more so on her end, on other people's end. She did not say what she was gonna change her name to. Clearly, a lot of people are making the assumption that it's gonna be Big Lotto, but she hasn't said what her name is gonna be yet. So I think instead of like, so a lot of people have a conversation like, um, she's changed her name to Big Lotto, da, da, da. Like it hasn't been confirmed yet. So like people are like still jumping on her and like we haven't seen or know what the results are going to be. So I feel like we just need to like fall back and wait to hear what her name change is going to be. Because in the interview, we'll post it for you all to see. She said that she wants to do kind of like a grand gesture for it, mm, which is okay. interesting. Yeah. but. She said that, and she said that she wasn't going to release any more music under the name Mulatto. 
So okay. who knows how soon it's going to be. So she did she do this intentionally based off of like what happened happened with Danny Lay? No, you know what I mean. Mm-mm. So this was this interview was already planned. So I think even if the Danny Lay thing didn't happen, that this was already going to happen. It was an interview. It wasn't like a uh, she just went on live and said it. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know what I would want her to change it to. That's besides, what I'm thinking too. I don't know. Besides Big Lotto, like what else would work for her? What is her real name? Does anyone know? Let Alyssa. Yeah. That is a white woman. Okay, I'm sick of it. Her name is what? Shalissa. Alyssa. <laughs> her name is Alyssa. Is it with an I or with a Y? It's an A, Alyssa. Oh, you mean like the Y? I think it's Y. Okay, the, okay never mind. Well, no. Well, no. Because white women name their, their kids that they have with black men like weird shit all the time, like Daquan or something like that. You, I don't know. That, she's giving me white woman more and more every fucking day, Mulatto. <laughs> every fucking day, she's giving me white woman just more and more. Her name is Alyssa Michelle Stevens. That is her government. Oh, my God. And of course, she's a Sagittarius. Wow. That's your, that makes, that's your queen. Is it? <laughs> Is it? Uh-uh. <laughs> Interesting, because it's like she was so adamant about keeping it for the longest, and I'm just wondering what the, like, 180 was. Yeah. Did she say? According to the interview, she just said she was learning. Like, she was actually listening to critiques and stuff. Okay. Okay. I feel that. I feel that. Growth is always good. We love that. We love growth. Now, talking, speaking, moving on to someone who will never grow. <laughs> <laughs> Why you just made me speak? <laughs> Who will never grow or show any growth? So, uh, Tory Lane. Why are we still talking about this? Why? Right, you should know. Why haven't we gotten to a conclusion yet? Like, why are there so many intermissions to this? I'm so upset that this is still going on and on, and that his people seem to be doing everything in their power to discredit Megan and are failing at literally every turn. So Tory Lanez, um, there was a a false rumor that got out um, that was unsubstantiated and immediately shot down by not only Tory's lawyers, but Megan's lawyers, that the case against him had been dropped. And then Megan got on Twitter and she was very, very upset. And she's like, how dare you guys try and discount my pain? Because immediately after that article, um, that fake article was released, then people kind of just like started attacking her. Like, well, y'all look like some fucking clowns defending her. Y'all, you know, are are we going to apologize to Tori? Are we going to uncancel Tori? First of all, I can't name three Tori Lane songs that I like. So the fact that niggas is now dick riding the shit out of him makes absolutely That's no what's sense. Me. A lot of y'all wasn't big fans of him. Like, why are y'all big fans now? I don't understand. I think it's really just like, let's just get on the side of this nigga because he's not on the side of this black woman because we want to shit on this black woman. And people just will do anything. And it's like, she tweeted this, but I was thinking it too. She's like, how... Did, how did I become, like, the biggest villain on the internet by getting shot? Right, exactly. Like, I feel so bad for her. And she's like, you, y'all will literally believe anything that's put out on the internet. Like, not even do your research. Didn't you guys learn in school, you know, you need secondary articles to, like, make sure things are valid? Like, even 
even when Shermie email like texted the link to us, I I went to it and I was like, mm, I don't think this is. I was like, well, I don't think Megan dropped the case. At, at first, I was like, well, because the case was like, you know, what is it? The Los Angeles, it's the Los Angeles or uh, PD case? It's not even her case to drop. That's so. I was like, I don't think this had anything to do with her. And then it came out that that wasn't even the truth. That the court date just got moved, and you can't tell me that his people weren't behind leaking that shit. You wanna know what's I, so crazy? Of course. Okay, so wait, this is sad. So when I so someone sent the link to me, and I was kind of like, mm, this is a blog. I don't believe it. So y'all know, I had to go to the number one source the shade room and not they, the shade room shh, i'm embarrassed okay shh. but they, <laughs> they didn't have anything posted either so i'm like the shade room is basically black tmz and if they didn't post nothing i was kind of like mm, this is iffy so then when it came out that it wasn't i was like okay yeah that kind of makes more sense but did y'all know that so after that stuff came out he then posted on his Instagram a little like video snippet of the song with him and the baby. So like that just like further confirmed to me to the fact that like, yo, his people are really out here manipulating stuff or like putting stuff out here so he can catch traction, put some music out or like put a snippet of some music out so it could like all streamline together. Can you imagine having that little shame? Can you imagine your career being that fucking sad? You being that untalented that this is what you have to do? Honestly, I'm disgusted and I can't wait for this to come to a conclusion. I hope that nigga goes to jail forever. I can't either. And what's sad is that like, it's not like he's fully canceled. Like people listen to him. He doesn't need to keep harassing her. Publicly. And I don't understand why people are still listening to him, but hey. I don't either. I've also come to the conclusion that I don't think people necessarily care for him to be innocent they just want megan to be wrong exactly 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 okay you know what let's move on now i think the rest of this okay i'm gonna that's a lie let's talk (laughs) about the let's talk about the throat baby remake okay do you guys really like the song to be honest (laughs) women be like oh my god i'm like i actually really like this song. no i don't like this song at all i'm like this is so gross. And then I watched the music video and... And it was terrible! Right down that mouth of, like, kids. And I was just like, this was this was poor placement. And the song is just... It's not a it's not a hit to me. I don't know. What did you guys think? I didn't like it. I don't like the song. So to be I honest, like I it. don't understand what's all the criticism for the City Girls verse on it. It's, yeah. it's not like this was that great of a song... And the you City Girls just came in and ruined it. If now, if y'all want to talk about the City Girls messing up the remix, we could talk about Do It remix. But that's we don't have topic. to talk about the Do It remix, which I only listened to once. <laughs> to this day, <laughs> to this day, I've only heard it one time. Gee, that verse was so childish on there, but they matched the song. Like, true. It's true. It's like one of those, you know. I'm not gonna say like fun. No, it's it's like a fun, playful, whatever song. So. It's not like they went and just really fucked up the whole song. Like, no, they did what they do best, you know? Like, they yeah. gave as much as they could give, but the song was bad, and the That's- video made it worse. It was so bad, and I just, like, 
every time I looked at it, I was just like, I wish this was over. But I'm glad yeah. that you know, made her little, you know, uh, melody appearance. Uh, I said, come on, Jatavia, the voice, <laughs> Houston. It came out just in time, too, because everybody was talking about them JT and Usher uh, verses. Now we got a real black JT that can sing against Usher. Come on. Come on, JT, JT Carey. Come on, Jatavia Braxton. <laughs> She's giving us vocals, okay? But um, so that's that. Um, Super wasn't a fan of it, but you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm not always going to be a fan of what the city girls do. Um, so let's move on to some good news. Let's get to the good stuff. And let's talk about Megan The Stallion's debut album, Good News, now being certified gold in just what? What has it been? Two months since yeah. it got released? Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it released month. in November. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of her. Bow, 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 bow. Put some air horns. This is, this is <laughs> champagne pop. <laughs> champagne pop. Because this is exactly what she deserves. This is exactly, and I think Body is Platinum now. I think Cry Baby is well on its way to being Platinum. And she's just raking in the plaques, raking in this, the accolades, the success. She's got invited to the Clive Davis pre-Grammy party. And you know, that's like a big deal. a big deal, honey. And I could not be more proud of her. Brie, how do you feel as a Texan? Is that what y'all call yourselves? I don't uh, Texan, yes, yes, that's what we call ourselves. No, I'm proud. Like like you said, I think she's just getting what she deserves right now. She's been putting in the, the work, uh, time in. So like I'm happy to see that all of it's paying off and getting the recognition that she deserves. Um, yeah, I mean, we've had our discussions about good news and its totality as an album, but like I think nonetheless I'm happy that she's getting the accolades she deserves. Absolutely. No. So super, super, super excited about that. Um, so let's just move on right on to talking about um Doja Cat like is kind of pulling a Lizzo right now, y'all. Like I love it because it's the best song on the album, if you ask me. Do you guys think it's gonna go number one? I mean, with Hmm. this um Silhouette so. challenge, it might. Exactly. Also, Shermie, I'm gonna I'm gonna say you told you told everybody who listened to this that by the time the last episode dropped, you were gonna do your <laughs> let, me explain, let me explain. <laughs> let me explain. Y'all, I recorded the first half, but I cannot get myself to record the second half. I cannot. Come on. You have to Come do the silhouette challenge now. Oh, no. Yeah. They said that you shouldn't do the silhouette challenge because y'all are weirdos. Not y'all, but men are weirdos and are trying and have ways to take off the um the red so that Ew. they could they could see you naked, like if you do it naked. So Come on. Literally you can't have fun because of men. Ew, well, they ruin every fucking thing. So maybe I'll do the second half. Because I, I did just fuck this week, so. <laughs> maybe. we. I I think you should do it because I think you owe it to the people. I do, I do. Give give me two weeks, sorry. Give it to <laughs> There's going to be another challenge by then. Okay, then maybe I'll hop on that one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we have to start the next challenge. What is it going to be? We should start a challenge, y'all. Mm. what would it even be i need a new song out yeah i was like i need a new song i feel like then we can do something they've been doing um they haven't been doing like a best friend challenge but these girls that i uh watch on youtube they had a cute little best friend video 
It was mm-hmm. cute. I'm gonna send it to y'all. Okay. Love it. Okay, so um y'all, um there's been some rumors about a possible Cardi B collab on Beyonce's upcoming album and also some rumors that like uh Nicki Minaj is preparing to release her lead single for her next album. Actually, you know what I'm most excited for, which is kind of a shocker for myself. I'm excited to see what Nicki comes with. Me too. I was like, she could keep that kind of. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, listen, I don't really care about this Cardi B and Beyonce collab because I don't know what it's going to sound like. I don't know what it's going to sound like. I mean, we'll see when we get it, but for some reason... If, if. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm gonna say yeah, this, this is a rumor. rumor. It's, it's, this is allegedly, y'all. Sorry, let me throw yeah. that in there. But it, I don't know. For some reason, I don't know why my spirits are telling me that it's going to be a good year for Nicki Minaj. I, I know. know I was. I'm thinking the same thing too. I really am thinking the same thing. Like I, I, I feel it in my spirit, in my bones. I feel like all the rap girls are about to have a good year. I'm really hoping that, like, you know, I, I like. I think Doja Cat's definitely gonna have a good year. I think Megan's gonna have a good year. I think uh, Mulatto's gonna have a good year. Um, and someone I really want to have a good year, and it's like transitioning into like our next topic is like Rico Nasty. I watched this little YouTube documentary that she did with Uproxx Music. So everybody, if you have not seen this little documentary that Rico Nasty it's did, cute. I, I it's really do want her to so... succeed. I feel like she has a lane on her own. I watched it and I was like so obsessed with it. I just love Rico Nasty and I love how out there she is. But there was this one part that she said in the video where she said that as a kid, she was obsessed with Paramore. And now all I want, and I'm going to start this campaign, I just want Rico Nasty and Haley Williams to collab. I can see- That would be dangerous. <laughs> I can see where she would have gotten that inspiration from. Where do, what do you think it would sound like if Paramore and Rico Nasty collabed? Smack a bitch part 30? Like Honestly, I'm not mad at it. I'll take Smack a Bitch I'm part not, 30. That is so dangerous. That is dangerous, but I'm here for the danger. I'm here. I want I want it. I want it. I want it so badly. So these other things, like, okay, so there's a salt and pepper, the doc did you watch that salt and pepper movie on Lifetime? Yes, I did, child. I okay. did not. Who's playing them? Yeah, who are these people? Because they don't look like it. So in the earlier stage of them, it's their daughters playing them. But the rest oh, of the movie, I can't tell you who that was. What about the movie? What about it? How was uh, it? You know, it was Lifetime, so... <laughs> okay, but they did do that one really good one. TLC. About TLC. With T.P. Palmer? No, I thought that was VH1. Oh, was oh, it? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't fucking know. Or maybe I watched it on VH1. I think that was VH1, though, for some odd reason. I could be wrong, though. It might be. It might have been VH1. I'm going to say, if y'all know anything about Lifetime and documentaries, it was, it was, oh, hmm. I, I'm happy that the girls are getting, that they got this documentary, um, this movie, because I do feel like, I don't know, for some reason, when I think about hip hop documentaries, that they, they don't bring up Salt and Pepper, but Salt and Pepper has a lot of hip hop accolades that just cross over all the time like they went number they were number one rap group their song uh push it but they have a lot of accolades and like i don't know for some reason well just because women get left out of hip-hop a lot when it comes to the history of hip-hop they don't talk about them a lot so i am happy 
that they do have something out there that celebrates them. What I'm not a fan of is the idea that Salt and Peppa, the idea of them being a duo when they're very much our trio. Spinnerella, she is very much a part of the group as Salt and Peppa. Who? Absolutely. Spinnerella is the DJ. The DJ. Ah, okay, okay. So she had no say or executive production in this documentary. And I thought that was kind of sad because DJs do get left out a lot. And then women DJs, of course, they get left out more. Like, you don't you don't really hear from them. You don't see them around as much. So yeah, this was a good opportunity to, like, show how they how all three of them work together. Like, she does have some verses on some of their songs and stuff. Like, she also released some music. So I'm like, yeah, I wish they would have had some more of her in it and like just kind of like her role and the part that she played because she is very much them as well like she is needed so that was kind of sad but overall it was interesting I think another thing that I don't like about these documentary about um women in music in general a lot of them I don't know if it's necessarily their fault it's not necessarily male centered but like it doesn't really show their success it shows the like the work of like men to make them successful there we go yes thank you yeah yeah Yeah. so that is kind of like I don't really care about these dudes like yeah I get a lot of them get their start especially in like the 80s and the the 90s and stuff like that through men labels and those all ran by men and stuff I don't know I guess I kind of want to see something different I'm hoping like the rap girls now like can disassociate themselves from males a little bit better than what the girls in the past could I was about to say did they have like uh, in the movie or like I guess in history, did they have like a point where like similar to TLC, they got like screwed by their label, like they weren't like making any money type stuff. Oh yeah, of course. That's that's um that's, that's always that's always. Okay. Um, but for for those of you who didn't know, uh, Herbie Love was their I guess like manager, or whatever you want to call it. Like he discovered them, and he was like booking a lot of their sessions. You know, getting everything going for them, helping them write the hooks and stuff like that. So, I mean, he was a very much a big part of their success in their career but I personally would have liked to see more of how they work together what did they do together because it kind of as the movie went on and like they started to learn things they were starting to like make songs on their own and you know as you learn you start doing things on your own so I would have liked to see more of their their on their own a good chunk of the hits came during their time with him so that's why that's in it but I'm a girl's girl I want to see the girls win on their own or with other girls it's really fuck these niggas over here on my end so i don't really care that much about their role absolutely right right And and speaking of you know wanting to see the girls win and girls girls today our topic you know our main topic is just about like celebrating black female rappers and i thought this was like a really appropriate way to start Black History Month. So I kind of want to open with like just asking you guys a question about when in your life did you kind of, you know, fall in love with like women in hip hop? When did it happen for you? Brie, you go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, I was put her on the spot. <laughs> Dang. No, no. Um, 
the first one that came to mind was uh missy elliott i think seeing her like i think i mentioned this in the beginning oh of my god season. that's what i was gonna say yeah, yeah like yes know, like, and park and like the creativity behind like her music videos she could dance she could write she could produce she can direct um all of that so i was gonna say definitely like missy elliott work it music video is probably what i fell in love with um female rappers so for me, I've listened to them one off, like the rest of you. Missy was like my queen. I loved her to the death of me. I wasn't a huge Nicki Minaj fan. However, like you kind of know a lot of her songs just because like it's always on the radio. Although Itty Bitty Piggy, I was a big stand in the monster um, verse. Big oh, stand of course. For those. Oh, oh, of course. Right. Without History. a doubt. <laughs> exactly. But like, I would say truly falling in love and like, truly caring for their success in hip-hop and wanting to see them win and constantly keeping up with them that didn't happen until like 2017 2018 because I said this on the first episode I was tired of hip-hop the songs were just like not connecting with me I didn't really care for like a lot of the massage noir that was um being perpetrated in it but yeah I was over it and then like I was trying out different genres and at that moment that's when like the YouTube girls were coming out so Rico Nasty, Cash Doll, Bolly Baby, all of them they're doing their thing so I was kind of dipping back in and then when after explosion with the explosion with Cardi B I was like oh shit I don't have to settle for these niggas in hip-hop there's like a bunch of women and like I just really had to like reprogram myself and, like, understand, like, how misogyny, how, like, anti-Black women, a lot of hip-hop has been and, like, infiltrated my head when it came to seeing them. So, like, this is when I I really just started to, like, expand and, like, truly understand why some of the thoughts that I had in the past were, like, very problematic towards women in hip-hop and stuff like that. So, recent is my answer <laughs> in the short form. Yeah, no, totally. I I totally get that. For me it, it it definitely had to be Missy Elliott. Not only to see someone be so just out there and creative, but also like as a, you know, a fat woman seeing another one be so well respected, so like who didn't like shrink herself or her size or any of that. Like she had skin that looked like mine and hair that looked short hair that looked like mine. And I think for me that was a really it was a really big deal to have Missy Elliott, you know, just hanging with anybody, anybody, Missy Elliott can hang with them on a track, in the booth. Like it doesn't matter. Can they hang with her? Yeah, exactly. Can they hang with Missy is the question. And so I think for me, that was kind of my moment to be like, wow, like the things that Black women can do are just so infinite, you know? And so that was a really big, that was a really big deal for me as a kid. But I feel like it also kind of really took off for me back like, you know, maybe 2015, 2016, 2017, like that year that time when all these girls like you said like Rico Nasty, Cash Mm -hmm. Doll, Meg like everybody's like kind of coming out at this time and you're like wow you just kind of get exposed to so many different kinds of rap so many different kinds of women and and so many different ways of expressing their black womanhood and it was just so empowering for me to see and that's kind of when I really started to like dig a lot deeper into like the history of it and the history of how just deeply ingrained you know black women have been in this art form in this culture 
from the very beginning. And so that's, it was, it's always been very special to me because of that. One thing I will say, I really appreciate this um, explosion, not just because it's given us so many um, different rap girls to listen to, but it has really put me in a space where I could appreciate uh, Missy Elliott, Queen Latifah, MC Light, Song Pepper, Roxanne Shantae equally and honestly just as much as I do for um, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne. Um, you know, yeah. when you, like, like I said, like when you get into hip hop or like hip hop documentaries or someone wants to test you on your hip hop knowledge and stuff like that, you know, there's a couple names that you can bring up. You bring up Jay-Z, you bring up um, Lil Wayne. And people are either going to challenge you with it or they're not like further see if like you you with the shits or not. And I think a a lot of times, I guess like trying to show that you're like really into hip hop, you like stick to those like that, not that era, but that. Just that like group. Yeah. Of like excellent. Yeah, exactly. So now I'm like understanding and realizing that like, Yo, these women have not only put in so much work, but they have like, they they have like cultivated all of this for men and women. Like the work that these women have done is it can't be matched, it can't be touched. So now when I get in these situations or stuff like that, I I feel more confident in my answer not to necessarily go with the grain, but like challenging people on what they actually know about hip hop. Like you're not that big of a hip hop fan if you can't tell me something about Queen Latifah. Or Roxanne Shantae, if you can um, put them out there the same way you do these other guys. Absolutely. Yeah. I, it, it, I think we just need to start giving them their flowers, you know? Who knows how long they're going to be here? And I think they need to, you know, feel that love from this, like, from the hip-hop community. The way we give the love to, like, every single man who's been trailblazing. But they were there, too, you know? They were right there alongside them trailblazing. And they deserve to be recognized for it. Speaking of female rappers, I said earlier that we should come and talk about our favorites, some of our faves, like our fave songs, our fave rappers, our fave female rap collabs, and just like things like that. So guys, tell me at this very moment in time, January 30th at 519, who are your top five female rappers? I debate this in my head every day. Like literally Same. every day I have this debate. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because <laughs> it'd be so hard and I'd be switching up and I'd be like, oh my God. Okay. So um, right now my top faves are Dreezy. I love her to death me. Oh my God. Dreezy. Yes. I absolutely. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with Dreezy. Like she, I just think one, she's so beautiful. She is so gorgeous. so, So gorgeous. So like unbelievably talented. And I just think like, she just hasn't found it yet. I don't think she's like found like her, her niche, you know, her way in, because I feel like she's still like very much outside the club you know what i mean which sucks right because i need her inside the club because she be coming with some heat like <laughs> yes absolutely uh, i i need it to stick for her like i i truly need this to stick because she is all that ish that these men be asking for in a rap girl she gives it times 10 like straight up yeah yeah it's sad when you see someone who's like checks all the boxes 
and still it still just can't it don't work but uh i need it to work for her i do um so dreezy sulan they are a rap duo out of oakland um y'all should get hip to them i've been kind of putting people onto them slowly but surely uh my third would be young baby tate i don't know why i'm obsessed with her oh, but I okay i love okay. young baby tate she's so fun she's very i think that's why i like her she's super fun she's yeah she she has it Flo millie y'all know i'm a flow militant duh and then my last would go to ken the man i stand for her too yeah i know you are like a ken the man stan <laughs> like you really are team ken the man and you know what i get it though i think she's talented i like some i like some of the songs i was listening to ken the man like for the hoes like i was listening to that and like i was really vibing with that shit like i like it <laughs> she got it okay who's next i can go next so you already know uh meg the stallion always gonna be up there of course of uh, course and of course you know, I want to specify the eras of which I really appreciate her. Tina Snow to Fever. Those areas particularly are golden like days. Are the golden days for Meg, for sure. What are your favorites on those tapes? Oh, yeah. So for Tina Snow, it's definitely uh, Big Ol' Freak. That is a timeless classic. I think it that is. I think high. that one should get more credit because that one is amazing. Weddings, birthday parties, you name it, graduations. But um, yeah, no, definitely Big Old Freak and uh, Neva uh, from Tina Snow. And then for Fever, I would say definitely Money Good and Sex I could talk. listen to that song. I didn't really, I wasn't super into Sex Talk, but Money Good, I can listen to that 12 times in a row. And it oh, yeah. won't, and it won't get old. Sex Talk and it'll is still. my fave. I don't know why, but for some reason... Oh, that song hits to me. I I can't explain. And the way the song was made was so cool because it's like, okay, she was performing, right? And she had a DJ, I think it was in Houston, and she didn't have one of her beats, I think. And so he just like made this beat off of the fly. And so she like rapped to it. And then that's what became like sex talk. So it has like a cool origin story too. Well, let's see, this is the type of stuff I like. I like that. Y'all keep bringing that stuff. Yeah. So those would be my faves from those albums. Also, who I would put up there right now is definitely Young M.A. I love Young M.A. I don't think she gets enough credit. Really? I don't even be like, honestly, that's I my favorite really stuff. I love her. Not Studsman. <laughs> oh, Young M.A. is fine, though. Like, if I, fine. if I swung that way, I might. <laughs> I totally Look, would be I'll be girl. in the crowd with the rest of them girls acting like fake lesbians, okay? Because you know who'll be at her concerts is fake lesbians. Or a Birkin, I will. <laughs> right. No, I love Yogane. I wish that she would put out more projects, but you know, I'm the freestyle queen, so I love listening to her freestyles and like she definitely stays like relevant with like new beats and stuff like that. Her freestyles are crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. Every time she drops a freestyle, I'm like, she the one? She the one. No, yeah. The, my favorite ones from her are definitely Who Run It and then um No Bap. That's those are my two favorite. Actually, that's going to be my suggestion for this week. No Bap is my weekly su- suggestion for for this episode but yeah definitely would put young ma up there um another person who i definitely like who i think needs more recognition and definitely needs to drop more projects chica 
Um, I think Chica has a, a lot of talent. Um, I see her, you know, I don't know if you guys follow her on Twitter, but like she like puts out like, you know, little voice memos of like her rapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, where's the whole project? Where's the song? Like, where's the whole song? Like, I need more. Um, so definitely would put her up there as some of my top uh, female rappers. And then also Lil Millie, um, Tierra Wack, those would definitely make the list as well. Oh, okay. I love yes, that. Yes, Tierra. Yes. Tierra, I definitely like, I'm always, I'm like very obsessed with her just knowing how good of a rapper she is. <laughs> like, Tierra just gets, like, she knows she's that bitch. Do you remember, like, when they were showing, like, the auditions for the freshman XXL? And she just was, in her entire audition, she didn't rap once. She was just eating some damn potato chips because she knew she was going to make the list. Mm-hmm. She just knew. Why wouldn't they put her on there? Like, she's more and talented than everybody in this room. So, like, like more talent. Yeah. So I was like, and I was dying to see like her her freestyle when she did it. I just I I love her cockiness. I I love that she's from Philly because she gives me like Philly vibes like to a fucking T. Philly loves her too. Yeah, as they should. I have a friend from there, and they they love her. I love that the city loves her. Yeah, and I just love the way she dresses. I love that she's just her, you know, getting and then she's like been all these brand deals she's had right. in fucking twenty twenty. Uh, like, about. <laughs> like, yeah, come on because listen you got you still gotta eat she can't go perform so she gotta eat see this mm-hmm. is what them other bitches need to be doing they need to get on what Tara, we on, need to have okay? another conversation about these COVID concerts I'm sick of them why are you at a fucking club in Houston for Bow Wow really Bow Wow of all people of I'm all not people, lie, I am a little bow wow stand, but I would not go in there. Not a little bow wow stand. I can literally. Um, what is it? What's that song? Um, like no, you? No, I'm talking about way back. Uh, now with me. My name and, is. And, uh, my name is. I can. I can with do those shape. whole thing. I could like my phone. With yes, all of them. That whole beware of the wow. dog, the dog pound. That's all me. Those were my first CDs, honestly. I, I would not be in a club for him during Corona. This, I would not be in a club for him ever, but especially not now. <laughs> like, not, not especially screen, not the Scream Tour because I knew I know those songs would be played. Now, if he playing like more recent songs, it's a it's a dub for me. I'm good. I don't think he has he even released music like since probably like, probably yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, okay, well, I guess it's my turn. Okay, so for me at this very moment, you know I'm a girl who likes her classics. You are, you definitely are a historian. <laughs> That's what your role has been. I, for sure. I I I like to fall down rabbit holes and I love my classics. So mine at this very moment today, and again, this changes all the time because I'm me. Um, I'm gonna go Foxy Brown. I will stand forever. I just love her ruggedness. Of course. I see a lot of Foxy Brown in you, though. I love her just, like, I, yeah, yeah. I feel it. I feel her energy. <laughs> I really do. She has, she has good vibes. I hope she releases music again soon. Um, I hope she just starts to get the kind of respect that I think someone as trailblazing as she has been is owed because I think when we talk about these, we have these conversations about people like Lil Kim and people like Missy and people like, you know, like salt and pepper. We leave Foxy Brown out of that a lot of times. That's why you here. 
to make sure she gets that. Yeah. So I just like, I think she just deserves all her flowers. I think her first two albums were like back to back, like fucking smash hits. And I love it. Um, so I am going to put Nicki Minaj on my list um, <laughs> at the moment. Uh, Shut up you know what? You know what? You know what? I won't say yes, but I also won't say no. Um, I can respect that. I can respect that. <laughs> I just... I just know the talent that she has in her. Like, she has more talent, like she said, in my motherfucking left thumb than most of these girls have their entire lives and careers. And that's just the fact. So if you were going to choose an era of Nikki, like, are you talking about Nikki totally or Nikki, like, during a certain period? I think I'm talking about her as a package because I think she's evolved, you know? And I think like, if I, I can't just say highlight, you know, like, Oh, mixtape era Nikki, because then I feel like that's excluding a lot of what I love about her features and a lot of how she really leveled up after that and how she got more intricate with her bars Mm -hmm. and how she got more experience and how she got more cocky and how she kind of just really took over. So if I had to say an era, I am going to choose Mixtape Nikki, but I think I'm just going for overall because, like, it's just so hard to decide. Like, what era is your favorite era of Nicki Minaj, you know? The fact That's that fair. she has That's eras. Fair. Exactly. Um, exactly. And not a lot of female rappers can say that, you know? Not a lot of female rappers have enough longevity to say that. So that's why she's on my list. And this is in no particular order. I'm not doing them like most to least or best to worst. Like I'm just, it's just a list. So number three is Lil' Kim because you can't not. I mean, the originator, like (laughs) the blueprint, the, the, the reason for the season, the reason for all this shit, Kimberly Denise Jones, is it will always be it. You can never take away from her what she built. The foundation that all these girls walk on is from her, you know? So I can't lie with you. You really can't. One. You can't. You just can't. You can't talk about it without mm-hmm. talking about her. Um, so number four, obviously Missy Elliott, because of reasons we all already said, like Missy is another one who I think like everybody in the music industry, I feel like everybody in the music industry is like, oh yeah, like you ain't know, like Missy's that girl and they respect her and like, they give her the respect and love that she deserves. But outside of that, I'm like, why aren't people more like, why is Missy not in the songwriters hall of fame? Why yeah. is Missy not in? <laughs> like I, that doesn't make sense Wait, to me. Wasn't she like put in something recently? She she got the video Vanguard Award finally. That's all. That should have went to her a long time ago. They gave it to J Lo time ago. A long time ago. J Lo. I don't even get me started on her. What the fuck? I don't know what the fuck J Lo is doing. Missy- Yo, did you see that video recently about like how this black woman was singing behind the vocals of Get yep, Right on the Tinder show? Of course. What's new? Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Of course she was. Of course she was. It's never her singing. It's never her Man, singing. That it's is always something industry. else. As Scotty Beam said <laughs> on this episode of The Grapevine, I'm sorry, we taking a detour. A light-skinned woman or a non-black woman can just raise their hand and be like, hey, I want to be a rapper. I want to be a singer. And everybody will jump on. And that is J-Lo's life. In a all these, nutshell, all these light-skinned girls, they all got a dark-skinned black woman writing for them, doing the vocals for them. 
Yep. But I digress. Go back to your list. Sorry. Which is which is exactly why the Danny Lee thing can be excused. Period. And so finally, I had to, I had to put on this list. Is Is it Miss Don't say it. No, oh. it's not. Did you think it was your it's Trina? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> we have to see Trina is another one, just doesn't get the respect and the love and the admiration that she deserves. But this is the original Wait, side note. Missy Elliott is in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. It was Oh, is she? Okay, so Okay, see I see I'm I'm say, I knew she got put in something, but I know what it was. But yes, it was that. Oh. Okay, so never mind to receive this honor. And you know what? Deserve it. But back to Trina. Back to Trina. But back to the original baddest bitch, Dade County, Miami, reppin'. I feel like we don't get a lot of down south representation for female rappers. A lot of it is like very coastal. A lot of them are from New York, different boroughs, yes, but we don't get a lot of down south representation, especially down south like Miami. Like Trina is just fine as fuck and she knows she's fine as fuck she knows she's the baddest bitch she knows niggas will fall over themselves to do whatever she wants like it's it's amazing to me how she's been so consistently good on all of her shit all of her projects she's just so consistently good and i just don't think she's getting the respect that she deserves so those are my top five. i think it's interesting how you said that um we don't get a lot of down south girls because those are the ones who's actually going crazy right now isn't that isn't that interesting? exactly yeah mm-hmm. we got alabama and no, got, there's been- i mean texas going crazy but alabama familiar, yeah, okay. alabama. Texas, wow. um uh atlanta like atlanta is a hot place right now so yeah they're definitely getting what they deserve right now thank you trina (laughs) yes thank you trina thank you trina for like what you've done you've allowed these girls to have a space you've allowed the south a voice again in hip-hop that isn't just male that isn't just trap music and i think she just gets she just she deserves that she deserves the respect she deserves whatever for that she deserves it um so now we're moving on to at the moment we're gonna talk about our our top five favorite female rap songs now this is different from female rap collabs this is just rap songs right now um that we are like absolutely loving by female rappers like and are just like in history uh, through all throughout all of history like what are at the moment top five oh do you want to go first brie no, yeah, I was just clarifying because I was like, okay, I, are we just doing right now or all no, time? No, no, just just of all time. So you know what? Um, since I who went first last time? Was it you? I think I did. No, uh, it was Shermie. So yeah, okay. Went- okay, I'll go first. Okay, so speaking of Trina, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and talk about Br Right. Um, but it's Trina and Ludacris. And the song basically goes, I want my ass smack, legs wide, front, back, side to side, pussy wet, slip and slide. Yep, everything gonna be all right. And it's just some classic Trina. Like she's calling herself the Diamond Princess, which I think, which is a nickname that my family once gave to me. I don't know why. I don't like it. circle. (laughs) I just, but I love it so much. Like she's like, um, and you know, she just, 
I love this song so much just because like the way she's talking her shit like if you look up the fucking uh, lyrics like she's saying shit like you want a bitch with no type of flaws my girls be shopping hard these hoes be buying cars in the clubs all types of bars nipples hard at the sign of bra like I just love this song so much so be all right by Trina featuring Ludacris and then um I have to talk about Il Nana period because because I think this might have been the first Foxy Brown song I ever heard however uh, my favorite part of it is when she says you know Nas rule the world but now it's our year um she's like uh I just love how she's like, you know, I can do bad all my by my damn self. Like I I'm obsessed with like the cockiness in this song. Like and it's like who got the illest pussy on the planet? The ill nana. That's These girls be talking some mess, honey. I mean, just talking straight straight <laughs> shit. Who got the illest pussy on the planet? The ill nana. Foxy Brown, that too. So then another one, um I have to talk about Barbie dreams. Because my thoughts about Barbie Dreams by Miss Nicki Minaj interpolating one Biggie Smalls um, is that this should have been the lead single from Queen. If she had run with this, if she had run with Barbie Dreams instead of fucking Chun-Li, I think the whole thing would have gone differently. I really do. I think all of 2018 would have been different for Nicki Minaj if this had been the lead single. I don't know why it wasn't. I don't know why the video was what it was. I think the video should have been different, but this song is just pure amazing. Shit talking. Big shit talking for so long. And I love that. I love that. I love that. The next one is Get Your Freak On. Oh, a classic. Do I even need to say? Do I even need to say? Do I even need to say? What do I even need to say? It's get your freak on. It's fucking, it's fucking, it's Missy Elliott. What do you mean? Like, she just served. And my last one is the jump off. Yo, that's Kim. my favorite Lil' Kim song. I need to go hold you. My favorite line is when she goes, Black Barbie dressed in Bulgari. Because it's like, literally, that's this her. woman is the blueprint. It's the blue, she's the blueprint. Literally. There's no one else. It's just Lil' Kim. Okay. Someone else go. I'm gonna go. So y'all, this one, it was hard for me. (laughs) But like I said, as of January 31st, I mean 30th, these are our songs. Um, Okay, bear with me on these. So I I haven't really said this on here, but I am obsessed with uh, New Orleans. I'm obsessed with like the bounce sound. I'm obsessed. So my first two... Oh my god, I love Bounce. I really, yeah. I love it so much because I'm obsessed with Manny Fresh. <laughs> my knees don't like it too much, but I like it. And if we're being honest, like, yes. the Bounce sound has really carried all of hip-hop. If if you think about, like, samples, especially, like, now. I think, I think especially, like, the resurgence and the, revi- the, the revival that hip-hop had in the early 2000s because of people like, you know, Master P and people like, you know, Birdman and Cash Money and Lil Wayne. Like, that's that's Bounce. That's Manny Fresh. That's, it's, it's, it's been a really big part. The South has been a really huge part in hip-hop, you know, being revitalized and becoming what it is today. So, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So... My first song is going to be Magnolia Shoddy. You're the one, of course, the 
Yes! Yes, Magnolia Shawty! You know, RP the queen, why they do you like that? I hate it here. But you're the one, the New Orleans bounce um, mix is perfect, as well as her monkey part two. Woo! Those two songs are like, I don't know why I love them so much. Like, they they just really do something to me. They just really give me hype. So those are the first two. And then my next New Orleans uh, artist is, um, if you all listen to Ride or Die by... Uh, yes, of course. Megan. Oh, I don't know why yes, I blanked. Of course. <laughs> but uh, Vicky Lowe is on there. And Vicky Lowe has a song called Hood Bitch Anthem. When I tell you my girl's just talking her shit, like, just for a whole verse, like, it... I don't know why that song is so good to me. Like, it is so good. I really need y'all to just go listen to it. It's the accent. It's the beat. It's everything she's saying. Like, oh, my God. I love the repetitiveness of you got to ride ho, ride that dick. Like, she just keeps saying that. It's good. Uh, I just love it. She has some more good lines on there. For some reason, I can't think of them right now, but that's my shit. All right. So, for my Chicagoans, if you were in high school, around, um that 2014-ish area. Queen Key, Baked as a Pie. Baked as a Pie! <laughs> Queen Key, bitch! Queen shit, bitch! That is my song! I love that shit! I love that fucking song! Well, honestly, my favorite video of hers is about um chances in the background like it looks like he was like i'm trying to support a fellow chicagoan and he's like but i don't really know why i'm here and he's just in the back just like cooling like that's my favorite video you know, as, as a pie as a pie listen i know his ass can't read something about put his tongue in my pussy all night whatever she said that shit was funny as hell that is the best song honestly if you went to college the next year or the next two years after that, like that was her song that she was performing to uh, at all the the state schools. And you cannot find a video where the crowd isn't singing the song to her. Like she's not even doing the crowd it. Used to be she, so the crowd used to it's be her, like it's their song. It's not her song. It's their song. Yeah. So <laughs> no, absolutely. That Yo, I forgot about that song. I love it. <laughs> now I'm finna, I'm finna go back and listen to that. I'm also gonna go back and listen to My Way. Oh. My Way. Queen shit, bitch. <laughs> you, you can't beat it, honestly. Um, Another one, I love the City Girls version of Take Your Man. It was the first song I heard from them. And at that point, I was like, oh, they're, to, they're not to be messed with. Like, these girls are coming for the throat. It, I remember just like learning about them on the internet and being like, who is this? Like, what the fuck is a city girl? And this was my first introduction to them. Like, this is the first thing I get when I put their name in on um, YouTube. And I was just obsessed from that point on. And then my last song, which is a song that I feel deserve more justice. It needs to be talked about more. It needs more recognition. Bickin' Head by Cardi B. They did not run that oh, song I, up the way that they should have. Oh my god! Absolutely should have. That song. She said, "Expensive weave, bitch. My tracks is worth some I'm racks." Pop that pussy at church. Pop that pussy. Okay. <laughs> she had us popping our pussy everywhere. How can you not love that song? Okay. 
Make this pussy slip and slide like you from the 305. How could how how could y'all not do that song? How could y'all not do that song justice? How? I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm on the team justice for Bick and Head. And we're gonna get that trending because it needs some more justice. Research that one. I'm here for streets, but also research that one. Those are my five. Bick and Head deserves. Bick and Head deserves. Okay, Bree, your turn. Yeah, well. First, I feel like I should preface with honorable mention to Queen Key because I forgot how much passion I had for baked as a pie in my way. So listen, it's like when you listen to it, it just takes you back. It just takes you back. It takes you back to time. Yeah, for me, it was like, I think, sophomore or junior year of college. Shout out to Sydney Tooks for putting me on to Queen Key, uh, a Chicagoan. But my okay, so for my gang, gang, gang shit, bitch. Okay. (laughs) but for me okay so for my songs first one has to be itty bitty piggy just a classic song of course just a classic so like when I was thinking about this I'm like what are the songs that I could like rap from like beginning to end like taking no breath taking no breaths no breath in between so itty bitty piggy has to be up there next I have wanna be down remix with Brandy Queen Latifah all the girls oh my god Yes. Queen Latifah is giving us real stud, okay? (laughs) Right, exactly. So definitely a timeless piece. Next, I have Bodak Yellow. So another classic Cardi B song, the jumping off point for her for sure. Then for City Girls, I have Act Up. So, you know, that real act. Honestly, like when that song came on while you're in Miami, it was duck and cover because the girls were going up. The girls they were gonna shoot. in the streets in the club at the beach wherever you were if you wasn't in it you was against it and you was up and you was getting shot that was it and that's on period period yeah so that would be my next one and then lastly the run it up freestyle by mike the stallion so that's the last track that's on the fever album but i oh, like it when love it, it does it at the uh what is it like beats one where it's like an extended version she's just really oh, yes. i don't like, even chase nigga. The... why would i wait i don't even chase liquor why would yeah. i chase a nigga he said i should be nicer but my oh. dick should be bigger yes i love that yes period yeah yeah so those would be my my top five wow guys we have some taste the playlist is coming out when this episode drops trust me Shermie's already on it so then the next one, the next or last one is like our favorite female rap collabs. So what are our favorite songs with the girls featuring the girls? So should I start again or Sherman, you start? Sherman, you yeah, start. Yeah, y'all. Another hard one for me because y'all know I love me a good rap girls collab. Um, I'm going to start off with, you know, because I'm the U.S. ambassador. I wonder, I wonder if we're going to have any like overlaps with this one. I if feel like gonna, we will. I think, I think we're all thinking of like the same one, but I'm not going to say Ooh, it. Oh, I wonder. Okay. Let's see if, uh, if I say the same one. Um, at the very least me and Brianna <laughs> are, I think so, but I'm not going to say um, so it. So I'm starting off on my U.S. ambassador, uh, tip gangsta, uh, by Darku featuring Miss Banks. And I believe the girl's name is Bri- Brianna. I don't, I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know what her name is. Brina, I don't know. You cannot be the U.S. ambassador if you can't Google the I, name. I'm looking at the name, but it's B R three N Y A. Brina. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. 
<laughs> you get a pass on that one. I, I love that song. Gangsta the Remix, Darku. Love that one. Um, another one for me, uh, y'all know on the um the award show, I talked about the uh water uh song. Cause it's right, with yes, Ruby Rose, Ruby Rose who else, who uh Dream Doll and Kill Luminati, I believe is the other one on there. I really think all those girls they shined on that. So that's a good one for me. Y'all also know I'm a big Gucci stan, uh Malibu Mitch. Um Ooh, yep. why am I blanking? Free Runway. <laughs> yes. Free Runway, yeah. Uh, y'all know I stand that song to the death of me. I think Free Runway does a very good job at collabing with the girls. Like, she knows how to get y'all, them. Unrelated, unrelated, but I was so, so high last night. I accidentally took two edibles. And um, I... How do you accidentally take two? They were like stuck together and I just like threw them in my mouth. But I I was like scrolling through Instagram just on my explore page and I landed on like Hetty One's Instagram page or whatever. You know that British like yeah. drill rapper, right? And when I and he had like posted a clip of some song that he was featured on from another British drill rapper. When I tell y'all, I cannot I said, are these niggas speaking <laughs> Spanish? When I tell you, and I don't know if it was because I was so high or because I I just no, genuinely no, could can't. not understand. You seen the rap girls, you can understand. That's the thing about Brie Runway. I'm like, but I can understand Brie Runway perfectly when she's rapping. But that I need y'all to go to my as soon as we finish this episode, I need y'all to go to my Instagram story and watch that. You know video. I am because when I t- because when I tell y'all, I was in tears. Like, I don't know what the fuck this man is saying, but that was so funny. I'm sorry. No, that is funny. Um, Yes, so Gucci, y'all know I love that one. Uh, Another one, well, another girl who I think does collapse well with the rap girls is, of course, Young Baby Tate, uh, specifically the Pretty Girl remix with Miss Big Lotto and Kilimanati. That one is a really good one for me. She really knows who to collab with and, like, yeah, it. she knows how to make it fall in place. It's very, it's not like a, chart grabber it it genuinely sounds good and my last one i don't know if this counts as them working together because you can't find the other person's verse on a streaming site or at least i can't but uh minute man by missy elliott and trina's verse yup 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 exactly exactly you can get it on exactly. youtube with the uh the video version and i i want the trina verse like of course Luda did great but i want the trina verse yes. like her verse is so good on that song i love that song trina, trina ate that shit alive ate it alive so yeah did Period. i did i say the song that y'all was thinking no okay. you did not so Bria, okay brianna you okay brianna you go next yeah, yeah yeah so i'll go next so first i'm going to continue on the baby tate train so I am with Full Millie, definitely Baby, up there right is, now. And, it's uh, literally up on TikTok. All I do is say that in the mirror every morning. No, honestly, I just be in the car and be like, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am that. Yep, like it's definitely a bop. Um, another song that I like remix again, City Girls, Party B, Twerk. This gets me every time. I mean, I mean, what a summer anthem. What a fucking summer. like hit. They every single one of them I was obsessed with, the verse. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. 
they each brought something to the table. Um, can't be upset at all. Um, next, I have really a little bit of throwback. Uh, feeling myself, you know, Nicki Minaj, Beyonce. Okay, all right. That that like shut down the stuff. internet when that came out. Yeah. Yo, then that Coachella, like it was just such a cute music video, and it's like. I remember on Twitter when, um, you know, they were, like, switching outfits and stuff like that in between, like, the scenes and stuff. And they're like, listen, this is not you and your best friend. This is Beyonce and Nicki Minaj. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Y'all so rude. So, it's so fucking rude. But, <laughs> yeah, so feeling myself is up there. And then my next one is, this is not a girl's remix, but I just heard it recently and it, like, made me think of it. Touch remix by Busta Rhymes with Mary J. Blige. Yeah, it. it counts. Mary, Mary J. Blige, Blige always is on one. Isn't um Remy Remy Ma one? Yeah. No. Wait, is she on that one? It's not not that, not one, that one. You know, it's like ten thousand versions of it. It's another rap girl on there too, and I can I'm seeing her face, but I cannot think of her. No, yeah, it's um I'm looking at it right now. Missy Elliott's on it too, and then also yes, that's what I was thinking. No, Rod Digger, she's she's on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had recently heard that song again. I was like, "Yep, this was this gives me the energy that I was with my little i first iPod shuffle or whatever, just in my room." Like, come on, iPod. I never had an iPod. I was poor. (laughs) I had a Zoom, a Zoom, a Zoom. Yeah, not a Zoom, bitch. Why would you waste your money on that? What is a Zoom? It was basically like Bill Gates's uh response to the. So iPod. this is why I'm a Gates scholar. I've been funding this man forever. He owed me that money for uh college. For real, <laughs> a goddamn Zoom. Look it up if you haven't heard of it. I'm definitely looking that up. I was like, that's why you're a Gates scholar, Shermie. But <laughs> the last okay, so the last one is also um another throwback, Missy Elliott, um Blues Control with. Sierra. That is another crazy too. That is the ultimate club song, if you ask me. It is the Mm -hmm. ultimate club song. Fat Man Scoop, like, just fully, like, ate that shit alive. He would, like, every time he starts doing that, all I can do is imagine Sierra dancing and, like, doing that, like, I love this so much. That's so crazy. You did not say any of the, were you? Of the I ones. I think I know I what thinking. you're expecting, okay. but I'm gonna let you go. I'm curious to know what you have, uh, Mariah. Okay, so here are mine. So uh, we have to talk about Chanel slides. Ooh, I was gonna Dreezy. say that one. I was gonna say that one. Dreezy and Cash Doll. When I say to you, no crumbs. When I say to you, not what one you say, single. I'm a sugar Avery of this honey, and y'all whole show is ugly. Show is ugly. Oh my god! <laughs> they just, I the way they ate on this, like it still sits with me today. This, this is why I need this to work for Dreezy. This is why. <laughs> it just, it just works today. She said, "I count up a check in a bonnet." She said, <laughs> "I want that life because I got my bonnet on right now, recording this." Oh my god. <laughs> So then I have to talk about the Smack a Bitch remix because <laughs> I know it just no, came out, but it is so fucking good. If you have not heard the Smack a Bitch remix, when I tell you everyone came hard as fuck, I wish Rico would have given us a new verse. I do. 
But I get it. It was her debut album and she had a lot going on. So I get that she didn't give us a new verse, but I fucking love that song. Another one, Baps from Trina's album, The One, with her and Nicki Minaj. And Mm. like flipping Project Bitch on its head to make Baps where they just talk about all their exes and talk so much shit. This song deserved it deserved to chart. It deserved everything. I'm so glad it's back on streaming services. If you have not heard Babs, please stop this right now and go listen to Babs. Go listen to Babs. Um, another one, my final, oh no, this isn't my final one. The My Chick Bad remix. Ooh, the, the as Ludacris yeah. Ludacris coined it, as Ludic- it's Ludacris's song, but the remix he doesn't rap on at all. He's just introducing these women, and he's like, uh, as he called it, the pussy rules the world version. As I like to call it, the superior version of that song. What did Eve say? She said, I took a couple years off, but I'm still the Eve of destruction. Still rocking $5,000 boots. I love what? Eve. Oh Come my on. God. Oh. Who's that girl? Oh, I love her. He's that girl. Eve is that Come on, girl. Shelly. Okay. Come That's on, another Shelly. one. That's another one. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, what is the next one? Oh, and my last one, and this is the one I thought you were gonna say, Brianna, is uh Tia Tamara, Doja Cat. Oh. Doja Cat and Miss Rico Nasty. First of all, the video for this, this video. Is actually that was a good one. It was a really good video. Do you guys want to know a, a funny story about this song? Mm. The this is my introduction to Doja Cat. Whoa! I had never heard. I had never heard you, the music. You the not movie a movie girl? Video. I love you. I am not. Me too. Not. I think it's so cute and creative on a MacBook laptop. <laughs> I'm not a moo girl. So my friend, my best friend Christian, he he listens to the show. Hi, Christian. Love you. Um. He was like, he texted me one night. We had been having a rough day. And he's like, oh, do you want to do shrooms? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? So we, I go over to his apartment and we are doing shrooms. And so he's like, we need to be watching something aesthetically pleasing. And so he puts on um, Tia Tamara oh because God, he was obsessed on with Doja Cat. She's a- exactly. That's the thing. He was obsessed with Doja Cat before, like, she kind of, like, took off. You know, like, he pretty much was on to her. He was on to Amala before anybody was really, before it even took off. Like, he was he was already on the train. And I was like, uh, I don't know about this. Like, I've been reading about Moo and shit, and I'm not with it. But when he put that video on, I have never looked back. It's I a cute never song, not too. Once I like back. it. It's a cute song. I, I actually forgot about it. Yeah, but the, the I think the video just elevates it. It really to does. This level. is one of those where it's a it's an actual good video to an actual good song. And it just it takes it there. It really does. So wow, guys. It's Black History Month. It's United States Black History <laughs> Month. We are sitting here talking about how grateful we are. Thank you, black women. For all these Thank black you. women. Always. Thank you, Black women, for all you've put into the world. Thank you, Black women, for, you know, creating hip-hop culture and giving it to the world for these niggas to give to us. Thank you for serving everything you serve. Looks, face, just beat, like, uh, bars, everything up on a platter. We don't deserve it, but we're going to keep 
making sure that everyone is doing everything they can to like give you your flowers and appreciate you. So everybody, that's our show once again. And a happy Black History Month to you. I hope you are cultivating joy in your life. However, that may be and we'll see you guys in don't two forget weeks. to follow us on instagram and twitter instagram where my girls at underscore th thank you for listening to this episode of where my girls at brought to you by textured air a brand dedicated to celebrating black girl culture past present and future if you liked what you heard please subscribe and leave us a five-star review it really helps you can find us on twitter at where my girls at two and instagram where my girls at underscore th Make sure you check out our other podcast, Does It Hold Up, The Blacklist, and all the other content we offer on our website, texturedare.com. Until next time.